You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. What's going on, my friend? Welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Are we just flying by in this year or what? Are we ready for summer? Dude, if you're listening to this in real time, we are we're about to get into summer months. I don't know any other better months to meet women. It is funny. I I do say sometimes that there's there's the well, there's all pros to meeting women in the summer. Actually, no, there are pros and cons. Okay, the pros and cons of meeting women in the summer versus meeting women in the winter. Here they are. The pros of meeting women in the summer, women are out and about, and there's a lot of them. The con, and this is a really small con, but if I had to say, one of the cons is women are so fucking busy in the summer. It's insane. Getting them to nail down a time is really hard. I don't have any data on this, but I just hypothesize. Flake rate women is higher in the summer than the winter. If any of you have any of anecdotal evidence to back that up, DM me, trip advice on Instagram. I'd love to hear that. But that's what I think. And the pros and cons of meeting women in the winter, women are, for lack of a better term, hornier in the winter. They want men. It's the holidays. It's cozy. You're more lonely because you're not going outside as much and everywhere is just a little bit colder. Even if you're living somewhere where it's usually warm, it's still a little bit colder. So you're inside. You watch romantic comedies. And so women want to be with men in those times, in the holiday season, in the fall, all that. And the con to the winter is that, well, of course, you know, going out, doing approaches, meeting women, it's a little bit tougher. However, not when you get to the deep, deep of winter during the holiday season, there's women out and about shopping. So anyway, it doesn't really matter. You should be doing this all year round. You should be meeting women all the time at all the different opportunities. But yes, summer is ahead and I'm sure you're excited. I'm excited for you. And I'm excited for you today on this episode because this episode is another archive. And what I mean by archive is it's an episode that I put out three years ago that as my last episode, if you listen to the last one, I explained that it didn't get the love that it deserved, meaning it did not get the download numbers. And how do I know it didn't get the download numbers is I compare it to others. So I look and I see, okay, how many downloads does this get? But how many does an average get? And this one was on the lower end. And I thought, wait a minute, I think I remember this episode. So I downloaded it, I listened to it, and I go, this is a freaking good episode. Guys need to know this. They need to understand this. It's hard hitting and quite motivational at that. So you're going to get a lot out of it. We're talking about men who are incredible at attracting women, men who are very good with women. They do this thing. And so what's that thing? You're going to learn it today. It's a mindset and it's a way of looking at rejection and it's a way of looking at resilience. This is incredibly important. Listen to this whole episode. Take notes. 
you are going to get a lot out of it. That's why I was shocked. But you know, sometimes you title an episode and it just it just doesn't hit. But you know, what can you do? And then I thought, okay, well, what is this episode truly about? And then it hit me as like, oh, guys who are good with women, this is how they're thinking. This is how the successful man thinks. And we're gonna go even a step further. This is not how any man who's good with women thinks, but this is how successful men in general think. Okay, successful men in general. So whether you are a guy who's good with women, good with business, you're good with your health, you're good with your money, you're good with maybe you have a skill, something that you're just really good at, maybe you have an instrument or a sport, Anyone who's successful is going to think on this level. And you're going to learn it today. I don't want to build it up too much. It's funny because I listened to the last episode and the intro also built it up. So I guess, uh, you know, that's what I like to do. But it is going to jump right to it. So in just a second, when it cuts to the episode, it's going to get right to the point. Now for you guys who want to get better at women and you want to do it faster, you know, I I don't talk about this enough and I really should because it's an incredible resource for you and one that is, of course, very affordable is my book, Magnetic. It's on Amazon and it is a whole guide, nine to 10 chapters long, that is all about meeting, attracting women, how to build attraction, and the full explanation of my TED formula. There's even snippets about how to beat approach anxiety, how to set up a first date, how to get a girlfriend, how to find the right woman. It's a nice, quick, simple guide. And guys have been using the book and getting incredible results. I just got a guy who DM'd me who said he literally read the book and he got a girlfriend within like a week. It was crazy. And all from the TED formula. So if you want, if you're a reader, or if you're a listener, I guess the book is is in paperback format. It's an audio book. It's even on Kindle. It's on Amazon. All those versions are on Amazon. Check it out. It's called Magnetic. There's a link in the show notes. Really think that you'd get a lot out of it. And if you're, well, you're a podcast listener, so you'd probably want to get the audio book unless you want to hold it in your hand. I'm, I'm weird like this. I just can't do audio books. Love podcasts. I just don't, I don't know. I I guess for me, whenever I read a book that's about personal development, I like to take notes. I, I buy these things that are little colored stickers and you can put them in the book at certain points. So then you can reference it. And I have these different colors that mean different things. So I like to actually hold a book. And if it's more of a book I just don't care about taking too much notes on, then I'll get it on Kindle. But anyway, the book I have is called Magnetic. I wrote it a few years ago and it is still very much up to date on everything that I believe and everything you need to do to build attraction. So check it out. It will help you out a lot. All right, let's get into it. Here's some really great advice on how to have the mindset of a successful man and one that is going to be really good with women. There are no failures. There are no mistakes. There are just lessons. 
Okay. So again, the idea here is there's no failures. There's just lessons. And one of the reasons why I ended up bringing this up to a recent client is because he felt so bad that when I gave him some homework, we gave him some homework to go out and do some approaches to talk to some girls. And I told him exactly what to say and gave him a whole breakdown, a whole homework assignment of exactly what to do to push him further in his approaches and meeting women. And and he came back to me and he said, Trip, I only did half of the approaches. I couldn't do the rest of them. And I said, okay. He said, well, I just feel bad. Like I feel like you'd be disappointed in me. And I said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to be disappointed in you. I'm, this is not for me to get disappointed. I'm not your mom. Okay. I'm not here to, to be disappointed in you. And he's like, yeah, but this is a failure. I go, listen, bro, here's the deal. Yeah, it's a failure, but it's also, it's a lesson. It's, it's something to be learned from. You can't really lose because you're going to learn something from it. And of course we did. What we learned was, is that he has severe approach anxiety. And so it's not just enough to just take the lesson. You got to do something with it, right? So the lesson is just step one. So the lesson was pretty simple. It's like, oh, okay, well, you approach anxiety and you're having trouble doing it. And so we dug a little deeper. We said, well, why do you approach anxiety? He says to me, I fear rejection. I go, yes, a lot of guys says that. But what do you mean by that? What do you mean by you fear rejection? What does that mean to you? And he said, well, I'm scared of what people may think of me. And I said, okay. And so we, we dove deeper, we dove deeper, and, and we got to the bottom of it for him. And well, for every guy really, uh, but specifically we were talking about him in his case, right? Is that he has low self-esteem. He doesn't look at himself highly. He doesn't look at himself highly. So because he doesn't look at himself highly and has disregard for himself, he will allow other people's judgments to dictate how he should feel about himself. I'll say this again. He will allow other people's judgments to dictate how he will feel about himself. Someone who has high self-esteem won't be scared of other people's judgments because they're not going to let the external validation bother them, right? They're not going to let the external validation bother them because they're internally validated. They don't care if someone judges them because they know that that's false. Because in reality, how you feel about yourself is what you're going to be feeling, right? You might be thinking, well, no, that's not true, Trip, because you're getting the validation from other people. So then it's externally validated, but you got to understand it always comes back to you. And this is logic, okay? Think about it this way. If you have low self-esteem and are looking for external validation and someone calls you stupid or someone calls you dumb or ugly or whatever, I don't know, some insult, and you have low self-esteem, you're going to take that and you're going to go, oh man, they're right. I am dumb. So immediately you're already saying you're dumb. And that's what you are now believing because it transferred from their thought to now your thought. Okay. Now, if you had high self-esteem and you thought of yourself as a very smart, awesome, cool guy, and then someone said, you are an idiot, you'd say, no, no, I'm not. I'm awesome. And it wouldn't affect you. Boom. So it always comes back to you. It always comes back to how you feel about yourself. So I just want to zoom out here because we're not necessarily diving deep into self-esteem right now and approach anxiety. But just from that little quote, failure, a lesson was retrieved. There's always a lesson. There's always a lesson. And 
you know, you might think, well, Trip, what if I make the same mistake twice? Is there always a new lesson? I'd have to argue that there is. There's always something. If you make a mistake twice, then something's going on and you're not using the lesson. So why aren't you using the lesson? And maybe the lesson in that case, and I know this is getting super meta here, but maybe the lesson in that case is that you need to figure out a new approach, a new strategy to whatever it is that you're trying to do. Like if you hit a wall somewhere and you're trying and you're quote failing, quote failing, and you have one strategy, but that's not working, then you have to try another strategy, right? There's always some way to find a solution. By the way, this is one way of thinking. This is how winners think. This is how successful people think. This is how people get better at what they want to get better at or achieve a goal or create a habit. It's this kind of thinking. It's kind of like stoic thinking. We're taking the emotion out of it, right? So a lot of guys might be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I suck. I'm an idiot. I'm a loser. I'm a failure. I didn't do my approaches. I didn't make it happen. Oh, God, I, I suck. Well, that's you taking and looking at something and looking at it and taking an emotional stance on it, letting your emotions dictate your next move. But instead, someone who's thinking more logical, more rational, which I understand is the harder way to do it, but it takes practice, is you say, okay, I didn't really achieve what I wanted to this week. I'm at an impasse here with something I'm trying to accomplish. I'm at a sticking point. Again, these are all just synonymous, right? So, ah, what do I do? What's the lesson here? What's the lesson here? What do I need to do to solve this? Okay, so I, I want to I be clear here too, and this kind of connects to the lessons, big lesson of 2019, is also, it's the idea of being able to have resilience. Resiliency is really key in this game of meeting women, talking to women, approaching women. It's so key. Do you know why? Because if you're not resilient, this is going to take you a long time. And sometimes you might not get back up from a fall. Resiliency is being able to get back up from a fall, right? So something happens, it goes wrong, you get rejected, you have a bad day, whatever. You get stood up on a date, you get a number, she doesn't text you back. And and then you're not resilient and you're just like, oh, and you let that defeat you. And then you got to wait a whole week to kind of get back on your feet and get back out there. Maybe never. But resiliency is saying, okay, it happened, whatever, no big deal. Let's keep moving forward. So really, all in all, what I'm asking of you is let's learn lessons here from all of our, quote, failures. Let's be resilient. Let's try to get up faster. Okay? Let's imagine you riding a bike. Right? This is a skill, just like the skill of meeting and attracting women, because it is a skill. And so if you're riding a bike and you fall off, are you going to just kind of go home and wait another week to try it? Well, think about this logically. You might as well just try right away. What's the difference between right away and a week from now? The only reason why you're waiting a week is because you let your emotions take over. And you got all sad and upset about it. And it's okay. It's normal to feel emotions. I'm not saying don't be sad. Don't be upset. Okay, you might naturally feel those things and you can't help it. But are you going to let that dictate your decision? Are you going to let that be the thing that tells you what to do? You might fall off your bike and say, oh God, that hurts, but oh, fuck. Who cares? I'm getting back on. Let's go again. Like 
in this situation. You go out, you approach some girls, doesn't work out, you get rejected, you keep going, you keep going. Maybe you have a day where you just you didn't find the woman that you wanted to approach, or or you just let approach anxiety kind of take you over. You didn't approach any women. Are you gonna wait a whole week? No. Resiliency, boom, next day, fresh start. Let's go. Let's try again. Let's try again. Because here's the reality of meeting women and attracting women. You're going to have to go through a lot. Please, please do not get stuck on one. I know that there's people out there who like to kind of go one at a time, and that's fine. But I'm just going to teach you right now that the reality of that is it will go slower. So you're, you're, it's okay if you do that, but it will go slower. I don't make the rules. This is like anything, right? It's like it's going to go slower. So it's up to you how fast you want to go. But as long as you're doing the approaches, as long as you're getting out there and meeting more women and getting more leads, then you're going to be able to build this skill faster. A lot of guys say skill, but how much skill can you really build if you're not physically attractive or you don't have a lot of money or you're short or whatever? And so here's my answer. First off, understand that attraction, when you're attracting a woman, goes way further when you have a charismatic personality, when you know how to engage a woman and talk to her, when you know how to flirt with her, when you know how to be interesting. That's going to take you way further than anything else. Yes, looks help. Yes, being rich helps. Having status helps. Being a celebrity helps. Being really tall, it helps. It does. Those things help. But it's your personality that goes farther. And those are things that you can change. You can't change the way you look a little bit. You can optimize. But inherently, you can't change the way you look unless you want to get insane plastic surgery. But besides that exception, you know, you're not going to be able to change those things. You can't change how tall you are. You can't change overnight how much money you make. And you can't change overnight, if at all, if you want to become a celebrity. So what are you going to do? Just give up? No, you might as well work on the things that can be fixed. And there's a lot of them. In fact, I have over 300 episodes that talk about them. And I talk about it in coaching as well. What I teach you is that what we need to do is we need to figure out how to build the skill of attracting women, getting you on your A game, so to speak, in terms of understanding how to socialize, how to build tension, how to have great conversation, how to lead, how to bring out your masculine qualities. And then in the background, we optimize all the other things, right? We optimize meaning we do our best with our looks, with our style. We do our best with our career and our passions. We do our best with our lifestyle and our status, trying to make more friends, trying to connect with people and network. We optimize all those in the background. In the foreground, we work on the personality changes. And it's not about changing you into someone you're not. I mean, you're not going to be able to do that. No one can actually do that because you are inherently you. You are inherently yourself, right? How are you not yourself? Well, you're always yourself, but you can be an upgraded version of yourself. An upgraded version, kind of like a 2.0, so to speak. You ever get an upgrade on your iPhone or if you have an Android, whatever you're listening from, like an iOS, like a system update? It's like kind of the same, you know? It's like, it doesn't change that much, but there's different things. It's like, it's better now. It's better. That's what we're doing with you. We're just optimizing you and making you better. But we make really big changes in your personality and skill set and conversation skills. And we can do that. You can do that, like I said, on your own by listening to these podcasts, by really taking notes and implementing this stuff. And of course, also by doing coaching 
and getting help, which gets you there faster if you feel like you're stuck and you need more of a customized approach. Okay. So this is what I want from you. I want from you to know things can change. You can get better at meeting women. It's about optimizing. It's about upgrading. It's about being resilient. It's about looking at all mistakes and failures and screw-ups and rejections as an opportunity for a lesson. The only real failure, if we have to use the word failure, if I have to sit here and use the word failure, I will say it's by not sitting down and taking the lesson, being resilient and getting yourself back out there to meet more women. Okay, That's where the real failure is. The real failure, like I've always said, I've been saying for a long time now, is doing nothing. Is doing nothing. So get back on your feet. Let's keep going. There's a new year. I know a lot of guys and girls, a lot of people out there, they see the new year coming up every year and they go, okay, well, January 1st, let's start it again. Let's see what we can do. I say, fuck that. Start now. Okay. There's some crazy statistic out there. I don't know what it is and I don't want to bother looking it up, but I do remember hearing that a large number of New Year's resolutions don't stick. You know why? Because you're not really making a change. You're just kind of picking a date to just get started. You should always be in the mindset of starting now. Always be in the mindset of starting right now. Don't do this thing where you're like, okay, I'll start Monday. You know, you know that's a famous saying like, oh, diet starts on Monday. Let me tell you something. The people who say that once will say that about 10 more times, which means that they probably have not made the change in themselves. So don't be the diet starts Monday guy. Don't be the New Year's resolutions coming up. I'm just going to do nothing for three weeks. Just start now. Because you know what? You might fall off. And what are you going to do? What are you going to do in February and March if you fall off again? Wait for a whole nother year? Obviously not. You're going to just start right away. And I get it. People are traveling and doing stuff. If you're traveling, if there's an actual element of things going on where there's no time to put into you trying to learn and, and get better with women, understandable. But if that's not happening, I urge you, and I hope this has been a motivational, I didn't realize how motivational this was going to be, but really, I hope this motivates you to get just started. So that way, when January 1st rolls around, you're not like, okay, where do we begin? You're going to know where to begin because you're already in it. You're already going out there, approaching, meeting girls, getting on an app, swiping, getting started with coaching, whatever it is you need to do to get help. Okay. So again, don't forget, if you want coaching, you can apply at coachedbytrip.com. Check that out. Go there today. I read every application and we'll get you a customized plan where you and I can work together. I offer unlimited texting in the coaching. That means that you can text me anytime with questions. You and me will have consistent and constant access to each other to get you the help that you need. Why don't we do this? Let's take a question from people who email in. We've had a few more recently. If you want to email in a question, email trip at tripadvice.com with two Ps. And then you can put in the subject line podcast question and I will answer your question. Maybe if you write a nice thorough question, here's a few. Let's go into it right now. All right. Here's a question that came in today, as I see here. G'day, mate. My name is Don, and I recently came across one of your videos on YouTube. 
called How to Attract a Girl After You Messed Up by Being Needy. I just wanted to say that I found it really informative and helpful given the situation I went through. Just a quick question though, as my situation slightly differs from what you mentioned in the video. And so I was wondering if what you had highlighted could still apply. You mentioned that a good amount of space should be given, two to four weeks, but I am assuming this is right after messing up where the girl no longer speaks to you. I'm going to interrupt here. He's basically talking about, in the video I say, how do you attract a girl after you messed up being needy? Is you wait a significant amount of time. Like you give her space. Like if you were too needy, she probably got unattracted, either broke up with you, stopped responding to you, whatever. It ended. But if you want her back, you got to wait a significant amount of time to then re-approach her and re-attract her again, minus you being needy. Doesn't necessarily work every time, but that's your best chances of getting her back. So continuing, he says, my situation sees us to being on very good terms with her already missing me. We are now in two different countries and will be for the next two months. I'm just wondering, should I still be giving space or should I be doing things a little differently as she has already proclaimed that she misses me and dreamt about me where we kissed? No idea what this email will get me, but I found your information really helpful and appreciate any advice you could give. Thank you so much for the video and hope to hear from you soon. Cheers, Don. Don, I got two answers for you. Here's the first answer. I'm not going to take the video off the channel. I made this video in 2017, okay? So I kind of wish that I would have... I really wish I would have changed the video a little bit because I come from a little bit of a different mindset now. I don't really like when guys are going after the same girls. It's really bad for your mindset, your mindset, and it's really bad for your ability to make more approaches with other women, okay? So it's just all in all really not a good idea to be trying to go after the girl that you screwed it up with. I don't like the idea. I like the idea of being abundant and moving on and trying to meet other women, okay? Other women. So it creates more of an abundant mindset and not the unicorn mindset where you think one girl has it all. So I'd really want you to just move on you know, and work on... Because here's the thing, man. You're probably going to be needy again. I'm just being honest with you. It's really easy to be needy again with... I'm not saying it's for sure, but it's easy to be needy again with the girl that you were once needy for. I just don't see that changing, but it might change and it might be different if you meet someone else and kind of start from scratch. Now, however, Don, that's answer number one. Here's answer number two. If I were you and you did want to get this girl back and you're not going to listen to me anyways. If you want the best approach here, what I would do is just... You, at, at this point, you can kind of keep up with her lightly. I wouldn't say to her, I miss you. Because again, that's needy again, right? Like, I miss you. I want you. I wish we were kissing. Even if she says it, don't reciprocate. Okay, don't reciprocate. Because that's, again, you're going to fall into that trap and you want to give a little bit of distance. Show her what it's like to have distance. So text back infrequently. Give it a little bit of time. Of course, if you want her back, you can. You're not going to be there physically. You don't want to be too distant because then she might actually go with someone else. So kind of keep her in there and text her every once in a while and show that you're interested. But really just give space, work on yourself, do your own thing, which you are doing now because you're traveling, and then come back and you know try to get with her again. But in these two months, 
No, you don't need to be completely off. And I'm only saying that because you gave me some good details here, saying that she still misses you and all those things. But really, you got to go super, super, super light with the texting, with the validation and telling her how much you like her and miss her. Because again, I don't know what you did that made you needy in the first place, but these are needy things. So you want to you know, give a little bit more of a symbol of strength of mental strength, of inner strength, showing that you don't need her. You have all you need. And by doing that, you're going to be giving distance and not texting her as much. I just have to say this. I really, I just, I want to try to tattoo in your brain, try to do whatever I can to get you to not, and I'm not saying the person who wrote in, I'm talking about you, the person who's listening. Stop chasing after one woman. This is the biggest problem. And I don't know. I feel like we're hopefully breaking through something here. I'm trying to teach everything against what society has been telling you and what movies have been telling you to kind of just chase and go after that one woman. It's, It's fantasy. It's not reality. That's what people have to realize. When you're trying to go after one woman and strategize for one woman, the chances are it's probably not going to work. I'm not saying that in a pessimistic or a negative way. Just that's the odds. I mean, the odds of even a marriage working out are still 50%. So I'm just saying that the odds are against you. The odds are against you. So my argument here is because the odds are so slim, you're putting effort and work into the wrong area. I'm not saying, oh, just you know, don't work at it and don't work hard and be lazy. No, I'm just saying, why don't you put that effort into meeting more women and building the skill of being able to meet more women instead of trying to pine after one where it's probably not going to work anyways, right? I mean, let's be honest. That's what's happening anyways is she's probably in a situation where you've either friend zoned yourself and you've gone in the situation where she doesn't like you. So you're trying to figure out how to get her or it's this weird situation where I don't know, she's a girl who you've kind of met once so you're trying to strategize how to DM her or talk to her to make it work when it's completely out of context and it's just kind of strange. Like it's just kind of weird to just pop up out of nowhere for a girl that you barely know. And also think about what you're saying to yourself. Like you don't even know this girl. A lot of guys don't, they barely even know the woman and don't tell me, oh, you've Talk to her a lot and she works with you. You're in class. Like, no, you don't really know someone as you've been dating them. So why are you trying to chase that person so hard? They're just as potentially good as anyone else. Why put the effort into that area? Well, that's my PSA. That's what I have to say about that. Okay. But still, if you have questions and you want answers, email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the headline, the subject line, put in podcast questions so I know that that's what it's all about. Don't forget that if you need coaching, go to coachedbytrip.com. That link is in the show notes. Do that and then you and I can hop on a call and see if coaching is a good fit for you. You will have to fill out the application first. It's a very simple application process and I would love to work with you and help you get to the point where you're meeting and attracting more women that are around your town. So sign up today. I'll talk to you on the next episode.